All right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Prophet to the Nation, Autumn Miller's podcast. This is the Midnight Hour segment for men in Jesus' mighty name. We have Brother Leon that is going to be uh, our special guest in Jesus' mighty name today. And, uh, well, tonight, midnight. Amen. So this is the vision that God has given me uh, for the men. Um, I'm just a visionary just using the platform. Amen. And uh, Pastor Mark is going to be leading it up for the men on tonight as he did last last weekend we had a good word good time in jesus mighty name so thank you for tuning in to prophet to the nation autumn miller's podcast and this is the midnight hour word segment and our speaker on tonight um he's going to be sharing his testimony is uh brother leon in jesus mighty name so we're just going to play a song here as we do to give time people give give people time enough to get on in jesus name Yep. Yep. Man, I wish somebody would have told me the truth a long time ago. Nobody sat me down and said, look, this ain't that and that ain't this. I was deceived for so long. It's only right that I expose all this deception in the mighty name of Jesus. Carry on, young soldier. All right, praise the Lord, everybody. One second here. All right, we got to switch up. All right, thank you for tuning in, Prophet to the Nation. Thank you for tuning in, guys. I couldn't hear you. In Jesus' mighty name, I couldn't hear anything. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just give us one second, guys. Y'all know how it is. We can't have have no mess-ups in Jesus' name without the enemy always trying to come in and do it. Man, I wish somebody would have told me the truth a long time ago. Nobody sat me down and said, look, this ain't that and that ain't this. I was deceived for so long. It's only right that I exposed all this deception in the mighty name of Jesus. Carry on, young soldier. Listen. Who told you gangsters go to heaven? Huh? Who told you money make you real? Tell me. Who told you pistols make you tough? Hey, you don't see all the dead bodies on the field? Man, who said that mercy's for the weak? Who said forgiveness is for chunks? They say a coward dies a thousand deaths, a soldier dies but once. Hey, they mourn you for a week and they forget you in the month. Who told you God doesn't exist? Who told you God was just a myth? Who planted seeds of disbelief inside your mind so you could trip? Hey, who told you Jesus doesn't love you? Who said you couldn't be forgiven? Do you not know how much he loves you? Listen, do you not know the king is risen? <laughs> Who 
We told you Christian rap was whack. Whoever said that man was whack, the truth will hit you hard and knock you flat down on your back. Who told you Christian rap was whack? Whoever said that man was whack, the truth hit you so hard and knock you flat down on your back. Hey, two things either happen. Hey, one, you gonna get mad and hate me for correcting you, pointing out what's bad. Or two, you get convicted and cry out because you sad. And ask God to forgive you for the trespasses you had. You either run to him or run from him. And I just pray you come to him. Put down all your blunts and guns and you say, Lord, I'm done with this. You run to him or run from him. I just pray you come to him. Put down all your blunts and guns and you say, Lord, I'm done with this. Everything they told me was a lie. Man, I know that now. It's only right we hit the streets and we expose that now. A dirty devil, dirty devil should have killed me. A Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come and seal me. Fill me with new strength again. Now I'm feeling new inside. Lord, I abide in you and follow you where you abide. Fill me with new strength again. Now I'm feeling new inside. Lord, I abide in you and follow you where you abide. Hey, I confide in you with confidence, my Lord, because greater is he who lives in me than he who's of this world. Hey, I confide in you with confidence, my Lord. Greater is he who lives in me than he who's of this world. Who told you God couldn't be trusted? Man, I'm trying to tell you, you could trust him. He loves you deeply, please believe me. He hates to see his children suffer. See, I don't know what all they told you, and I don't even know who told you. I just know that he's the answer. He gets hope, man, to the hopeless. I don't know what all they told you, and I don't even know who told you. I just know that Christ the answer. He gets hope, man, to the hopeless. Yeah. Who told you? sanctified in the mighty name of Jesus. I tell you all the time, man, if you want to know why I'm headed, you got to know where I've been. Where God saved me from? Destruction, evil, perversion, corruption, murder, all that wicked stuff in my heart. The only thing that could set me free was the blood of Jesus Christ, man. I come from a dark side of life where God literally, man, let his light penetrate through the darkness and took me out that pit. I thank you, my Lord. Oh. So Texas, so Tennessee. Grew up with homicidal tendencies. Man, and you would think that it was 10 of me. Why? The way I hit with such intensity. Nah, so evil, so prideful. Ain't so stupid to be Lucifer's disciple. A Machiavelli had me feeling suicidal. 1995, all my South Side of Riders. A running in convenience stores, robbery in progress. Juvenile delinquent with my twin is my accomplice. A malt liquor and Percocets, searching who to murder next. Woke up in a nervous sweat, sin was my eternal death. Yeah, we all was born with birth defects. This earth was cursed with sin and empty souls that thirst for death. Look. We always was the first to flex, and you was nervous to me if all you did was surf the net. Uh, I said, I didn't show the church respect, hey, but now I show the church respect, yeah. Without the Lord, I'm incomplete, tell him, remove all of my disbelief. So Christian, so kingdom, hey, so Jesus, so forgiven, so freedom, hey, so Christian, so kingdom, so Jesus, so forgiven, so free. <laughs> Boy, you see the way it switched from the darkness to the light. Jesus saved me from the pit. Hey, hey, just for me, you let them hit you with their fist and smother you in ridicule and cover you in spit. Hey, yeah. criminal minds like mine at times, you know they still exist. He came to heal the blind. Hey, he came to heal the sick. Hey, criminal minds like mine at times, you know they still exist. He came to heal the blind. Hey, he came to heal the sick. Yeah. 
Christianity so misrepresented. We apologize for those who left resentment. No disrespect to my family and descendants. But you won't find no profanity in my sentence. For me to get my point across, I don't need to cuss at you. I'm a new creation, though. I won't point no guns at you. Yo, so Christian, so king, so Jesus, so forgiven, so free. Hey, the Apostle Paul, he made a clear distinction between two different minds. Amen, amen, amen. God bless everybody. It's that midnight hour. Hopefully all men's tuned in. Amen. We appreciate the ladies. It's Pastor Mark. We're going to kick off the, the second second uh, time that we get on here. Amen. But first of all, man, I just want to say ain't Jesus Christ good. Amen. He woke us up today. We've seen another day. We made it through another day. Amen. Hopefully everybody out there is having a blessed time in his name. Um, you know, like my wife was saying earlier, the Lord gave her this vision. Um, you know, and sometimes, you know, it's in the it's in the late midnight hour, amen, when we got to get down on our knees and pray and cry out to the Lord, amen, to have some deliverance take place, to have some healing take place, amen, to get a clear understanding on some things. Sometimes we got to push ourselves, press through, amen, glory to God, just to be able, amen, to, to get to that throne, amen, and hear from, hear from God, amen. So we just want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Um, you know, I'm always up early, so it's always a struggle for me. We be cracking up. My wife, she be saying I'm snoring and stuff, trying to stay awake. But it's all good, amen. We pressing through like we always do. Um, and, and before I get into it, I just want to open up tonight with prayer. And we just thank you, Heavenly Father, amen, for for this podcast, dear Lord, for the men that's coming on, amen, every weekend, the, the share testimonies, the share word, whatever it is God laid on their heart, dear Lord. We just ask you to bless everybody tonight that's tuned in, dear Lord. Cover us all in the blood. Lead and guide us, dear Lord. Holy Spirit, come in and have your way. You're welcome. We welcome the Holy Spirit at all times. Amen. We are not quenchers of the Spirit. Amen. But we welcome the Spirit. So you just have your way, Holy Spirit. Always lead and guide us. Amen. Day in and day out, dear Lord. And we're just so thankful for you. So I'm not going to stay on here long. I'm going to go ahead and let's get right into it. Like, you know how I like to do. Stick with the program. But uh, this brother tonight, uh, Leon, amen. We just ask you to bless him and bless everything that he has to say in Jesus' mighty name. So we'll get right into it now. Um, and God bless everybody. Amen. amen. Okay. Hey, and you're uh, welcome to come on in, my brother. Hello. Oh, amen. <laughs> amen. So, first, to give honor to God. And um, first time that he ever been in my life, uh, ahead of my life, uh, 71 years. And uh, I want to uh, give honor to you, uh, Pastor Mark. Mm -hmm. 
and the First Lady for giving me this opportunity. Praise God. This is the first time I ever really uh, expressed myself, what I've been going through, my my life history and everything. But I think it's time for me just to release a lot of stuff that's within me. Come on now. And I've got to be, I'll keep it 100. And so, Amen. you know, you know, I just get understanding with me and and um, I'm just keeping it real. Now, first off, I'm going to start church when I was a kid, raised up in the church. It was nine of us, you know. We had no choice of being in the church. And so uh, with that said, like, uh, after I got older, a teenager, my father told me I didn't have to go to church no more. That was the best thing that I, I wanted to hear because I wanted to get out there with my friends and um, party and run the streets and stuff like that. And and as I got into the streets, and I'm thinking that that's where I wanted to be. At that time, it was really good for me. You know, so I'm thinking that anyway. And so anyway, I was listening to the older guys. They was putting things in my head on how to do this and that. And we started off starting stealing little bitty stuff and stuff like that. And as it was going on, got getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, and and I ended up in prison. Wow. It's kind of a hard thing, you know what I mean? I ended up in prison for first degree murder. Uh, wow. And, and, and wow. And it just bring back a lot of memories and stuff, you know, and I'm just, uh, wow. Help me, Jesus. Amen. Come on, brother. Then, uh, well, let me get started, man. When I went to prison and stuff, and it just changed me. Well, let me back it up a little bit. What really changed me is when my son passed away. And after my son, he was four months old, and he was my heart and stuff. And when he passed away, I just didn't care no more, you know. And I got into the world and doing things and it, it, I didn't care. I would, I had a big heart and, and people who had me doing different things and and anyway, I just ended back up in prison. I think I got friends and stuff out there and I ended up in prison, got life. I was up under the old law, seven to life. And um, I ended up doing, I had 15 years of my life, but I haven't been the same since then. When I got out of prison, I didn't trust nobody, and it was a hard struggle. And, and and even when I got on the streets, I didn't even want to come back out on the streets because everything was different and stuff. And, and so, like, now I feel that it's something I need to do. I didn't know what I needed to do, but I wanted to help the youngsters to show them that you have no friends out there. The streets, especially in the streets, the streets don't love nobody. You know what I'm saying? And, and um Amen. Come on, brother. It, it, it don't, you know what I'm saying? So like uh it all you do is get caught up and ain't nobody there got your back but your family. And um I'm just my my mind is just going real fast because this is the first time I ever been on live like that. That's all right, take your time. You know, but uh what I want to say is that uh my heart goes out to the the young man that lost his life, his, his brother and stuff, and I was in the same situation like that. 
And I could have lost mine. You know what I mean? They, they were trying to leave me for dead, but it didn't happen like that. You know what I mean? I got out and things happened. And, and, and as I'm going through my life and stuff, I'm thinking about my life and stuff. All the time, I had animosity in me. I didn't care. I wonder why that things was happening to me, the way it was happening to me. And, and um, wow. And I didn't know that all this time that God had me. I thought I had me, you know. And um, I don't know, I'm just kind of nervous right now. But I want to say. It's all good, brother. It's all good. Just like, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm still going through a whole lot of stuff, you know, one thing to another. And I just uh, concerned about, I got nephews out there and I'm, I'm trying to get at them and I don't want them to go the route that I went, you know, and, 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 uh, and, uh, and they look at me like, oh, gee, oh, gee. AOG, I, you know, I don't even like it no more. You know, man, I just want to be Leon. You know, I don't want that title. OG, I want to be with the Lord now because I've just been through hell and I'm still going through it now, you know. And um, I just, and then with the, with the churches, though, you know, I got to thank everybody that, not saying you, but Mark, I'm saying that. A lot of a lot of the, uh, the ministers and the people that got the positions and stuff, we got to find some kind of way on pulling these youth out of what we're doing, what they're going through. We got to find a way that Come to make now. the church look like a hospital. Amen. To be when I was coming up, when I mean, every time I need to go to church to get a uplift or get a peace or something, the, the church was about that. That's what we go to the church for. The, but now it's not there no more. And, you know, it's not there. So I don't know what we should do, how to do it. But I know with me, I just hope that they don't, the youngsters, that don't follow the way I did, stealing, robbing, uh, jacking people and stuff. We didn't get cars and nothing like that with guns and stuff, you know what I mean? And, and um, I did some things, a lot of things I'm not proud of. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want I want to make a change. Before I die, I want to make a change. I want people to look at me not like no OG and, and what I used to do, the bad thing. I want them to see the good thing in me, you know. And me and my wife and me and my wife we was talking, I was saying that for some reason I can't get to the Lord like I want to. And so as we was talking, this was the day, last night, and it's and we was talking, and I said, you know what? I didn't have no remorse. I didn't have none. And I didn't ask God to forgive me for the remorse. You know what I mean? I, I didn't feel nothing about the man that I, life that I took. I didn't feel nothing. Uh, the things I did in the penitentiary, I can't talk about it, but I didn't feel nothing. There was nothing there. And last night, I was wondering, and this is what was put up on me that I didn't have no remorse. And I got on my hat to ask God, please, please forgive me. And I feel for the family. Hallelujah. I feel for the ones that I did up in there. I feel 
I was just caught up. I was like a mule. I didn't understand. I didn't know. But now I do. I know that. I mean, when I was like Moses, I feel like when the 10th commandment said, Thou shalt not kill, I said, Well, I'm going to hell. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't took a life. And so my life is gone. All this time, that's how I was thinking and stuff. I didn't care. But now I do care. I got cancer. Bone cancer now, it's all in me now. And now, you know I me, mean, I just want to make it right. You know I me, mean, for the Lord take me or whatever, you know, I just want to make it right. I want people to understand. Amen. I'm uh, apologizing. And, and everybody that I hurt, and, you know, I'm sorry and forgive me. You know what I mean? And mainly I got to forgive myself too, you know what I'm saying? But I just want to. Make a change, make a right for the youngsters. Let them know that I know you might say that this is my friend. He might not be your friend. You know what I'm saying? But get around people that's doing positive things. You know what I mean? Doing something with their lives. It don't make you no chump or if I can say a punk or nothing like that. You know what I mean? If you're getting around uh, nerdy people, I think the nerds is the one that got the what's going on yeah. get, around people, get around people that's doing something constructive because you guys got opportunities now to, to move the world instead of killing each other you know what i'm saying and sure. you guys have that and and i just you know we just go out to you guys you know and I, it's a lot I, it's a lot that i need to say this is my first time i got a whole bunch to say you know but we go ahead brother Whatever the Lord put on your heart, I just want to say, you know, God gave me you. I've seen you in the spirit. And um, this is the okay. second segment in Jesus' name. I said, well, Lord, if it's meant for him to come, he'll come. And, I, and, and those of you I didn't get to say earlier, this is Mother Sandy's husband, y'all. Now, y'all know we, we love Mother Sandy here on the East Coast. The women, you know, Mother Sandy has been in my life for a very long time. In Jesus' mighty name. And we never even, some of y'all probably thought we met. We never even met in person. It's always been over the, the airwaves. We are connected in the spirit. This is her husband. And I went to her and I said, you know what? Can you ask your husband to come and uh, give his testimony? Let people know for some reason, at such a time as this, especially what's going on in the community back here, these young people, these young men in Jesus' mighty name, need to hear his testimony. So I thank God for you coming on here tonight. We just ask you to take your time, whatever the Lord put on your heart. Somebody, there is about uh, 10, 20 people in here, and plus I can't see everybody coming in and out. Somebody needs to hear it. Somebody needs to know where you've been and where God has brought you from and what God is still doing, even through cancer, right now in Jesus' name. He's still not finished with you, so you still have a work to do. Amen. I'm going to be quiet and let you go ahead and move on. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah. One thing I was, uh, my wife just mentioned to me is, and it's, it was, I remember before I caught this murder, mom, I went to my mom's house, you know, and always on a Friday night, I go by and check on my sisters and my other little brothers and stuff. And then I was, mom, she wasn't there. She was at church and I'm sitting there and she come out of the church house and she said, Lee, she called me Lee, Lee. I want you to stay home tonight. Stay here tonight. Don't go home. Just stay at my house tonight. Because I feel that somebody's going to kill you or you're going to kill somebody. And I said, you know what, Mama? No, I'm going. I'm, oh, no. That ain't going to happen. I'm going to go out and have a good time and stuff. 
And sure enough, I'm, I'm at the club, partying and everything, and club was over by 2 o'clock, gets in my car, I pulls up at the light, and my door opened up, and my friend, now, now this, he was my friend, I thought he was my friend, he opened the door up, he said, you know what, man, he said, uh, I know where we can go get this thing at, you know what I mean, I said, what, man, no, he said, yeah, we can, we can, I mean, he ain't supposed to be dealing in the neighborhood, no way, let's go get him, I said, well, I don't have my gat. I got it. So we left. And when I got to the place where he was at and stuff, and he knew, he knew him. He knew Jerry. You know what I'm saying? And um, when he opened the door, I come in, and he reached, I shot. And then I turned on my homie because he froze on me. And I asked him, you all are you all right? Because, you know, and he said, yeah. I said, well, get it. You brought me over here. And then as we was leaving, it didn't dawn on me that he didn't want nothing. And we didn't did all this. He didn't want nothing. But then as I was going home, got rid of everything, went over to my friend's house, and hiding and stuff and thinking about it. And I thought about what my mother said. But it was too late. And I already made that step. You understand know me, and end up in the prison. My whole life is gone. I got two. I have two daughters. I, they were babies. They grew up without me. I, it's like I abandoned them. I lost everything. That's when my son passed. I lost everything, and not really thinking. But I'm telling youngsters, you know what I mean. You got to listen to your parents and stuff. You know what I mean. Uh, they got you. Amen. They got you. If you don't listen to them, you end up like I did, in the streets. And your friends get with people that is about something. You know, what I mean, with the with the Christian being a Christian and stuff like that. I'm just getting new. I'm I'm not no real Christian. I'm a real Christian now, but I wasn't then. You know what I mean? But don't do like I did. Don't follow my footsteps. And all you older people out there, you know what I mean? You help these youngsters. Don't try to make them no mule or use them because they mind is not like ours. You know what I mean? They still developing the stuff. Push them to better things. Like you're doing, Brother Warren. You know what I hear about you, what you're doing. I'll, tell, I'll take my hat off to you, man. Just keep on doing what you're doing, man. You know what I'm Amen. saying? Amen. Appreciate that. You know, but next time we talk and stuff, you know what I mean? I got a lot to say. Like they want me to write a book and all that, but you know, but I got a whole lot to say that's within me that release. I wish I wanted to go into details, going to take some time, but I'm working on me still. God is working me. I don't do the things that I used to do. And the people I used to hang with now, I don't hang with them. I, I cut them loose. I've been home since 86. And I haven't touched that prison since. But I've been a loner, though, you know, and, and I've been just doing my own thing and being around people that, doing something positive. But my only thing too is I don't trust I don't trust like I used to trust. You know, because I don't trust like that. And um with my wife and and the thing about with my wife, we go back to my first girlfriend, my first love, and I ain't seen her in about fifty five, fifty six years. And I was down there when I, I was doing my last chemo. I said, I'm not going to do no more chemo and stuff. And I told the Lord then, I said, if you want to send me a Christian woman, a Christian wife, 
I would change my life and I would start working for you. And so, and so, (laughs) and so, and it happened. We was on Facebook or something like that. And then we hooked up and Sandra and all the old feelings came back again. And so my life changed. Yeah, my life changed. Amen. I keep my word. And I told Sandra, I said, you know what? I want to marry you. Mm. Will you marry me? And she said, what? I said, will you marry me? And she said, yeah, I'll marry you. Here we are now. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Go ahead, go ahead, baby. Just want you know, just say that I appreciate this opportunity, and um, I'm hoping that I got through with people and stuff. And like right now, I'm just kind of like nervous. This is the first time, but I'll be better. You know, I'll be better next time. And I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity. Release a lot of stuff that was in me, and um, keep on. Like I say, you, the both of you, keep on doing what you're doing. Amen. You're a good team, and my wife, she be. Talking about you all the time. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Amen. We're so far away to everybody listening. They live in in California. We're here in Maryland outside of D.C. area. Uh, So Mother Sandy is a long way. We say that all the time, man. Ain't y'all so far. And we always say our husbands are are alike. You know what I mean? They would really get some things done in the Lord. But God knows in his time. And we thank you, uh, Brother Leon. We thank you for sharing with us today, tonight, midnight hour. God. Trust me, somebody on here, they need to hear it. I'm looking at the comments. They said they're praying for you. Thank you for sharing your testimony. Uh, Sister Destiny said her husband went, how long it took? She said, how long it took you? My husband is 38, preacher's kid, and he um, he got a manslaughter charge. That's what she's saying earlier in the comments. Um, but he's not on here tonight. She is praying for him in Jesus' name. So um, I'm just reading some of the comments. So she, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to let other people, if they have questions before we go, also call in or whatever they, if they wanted to share. Um, mm-hmm. But her husband had a manslaughter charge. Mm-hmm. He, she said he Same. cut gang ties or whatever, but she's still praying for him. And yeah. and that's what we say. We pray, what do you say, brother uh, Leon? You know, with the segment like this and Mother Sandy and I, we, we're we seeing the spirit. We're connecting the spirit. A lot of things. I'll, I'll tell her what God showed me and and what she's seeing is almost the same thing. And what God is saying, he wants the men back into position because the enemy knows if he could destroy the men and he could tear everything else, the household up and so forth. You know what I mean? He wants us back, wants y'all back um, strong. Holy Ghost feel he wants to use y'all in this hour. You know what I mean? It's the men that's really going to go forth. Um, can, it's something about fathers. You know, when they speak to their children, that thing comes subject. You know what I mean? Moms, we can bring it so far, but something about with that man, you know, with, with the men carry, everything comes in order. You know what I mean? So what would you say on that? Uh, how would you want to encourage the men on tonight and with the relationship with the Lord? Amen. And how important it is to have a relationship with God. It's, it's, it's real important because that's the only way every, anything is going to work. You know what I'm saying? You got We got to step up as men. Amen. And we got to take control. You know what I mean? Not control, troll like that, but you know what I mean? Uh, direct direct be the director you know what i'm saying on the way to go and how to do what we need to do for with men see we got to raise the men mm-hmm. you know and the, the, the 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 woman she could she nourish them and stuff like that but see we have to be that head mm-hmm. and, and show them you know on how to be a man you know 
And I, I learned that from my father, you know. He was a he was in the church. My father was a good man. You know, I mean he was a he was a kingdom man. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it was just me being a rebellious, you know what I mean? But he was a kingdom man. And I and I know that it'll work. You know what I'm saying? But that's how being a man, that's what we have to do. And I, with my wife though, you know, I don't mind. You know what I mean? She can you know what I mean? I got her back. You know, man, I'm gonna support her, whatever she do in the ministry and everything. I got her. It's not that I'm a less than a man. I mean, I'm a man, man, macho and all that old stuff like that. But no, I'm gonna help her. I'm gonna be we together. We as a team, and we gonna work it. And like, Amen. you know, we gonna work it. And then like with the men's, you know what I mean? You, you gotta just step up. All men need to step up. And I really believe from my heart that all men have just become no matter where we at. Come together and then things can change. Look how the church is now. You know what I mean? Church is not church no more. Mm-hmm. They got all kind of stuff going on in the church now. You know what I mean? But we just got to get up and just make that move. Like if we was on the streets, change it for the Lord. Do it like we was doing. Be 100% and make that change. And I think it'll work. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I want to say uh, when you were sharing your story about being in prison and your charges and everything, um, my father passed away in September last year, but um, mm. my father was incarcerated um, when I was at the age of six. He did he he was supposed to do fifteen. Um, mm-hmm. He was incarcerated for um, to be honest, he's dead. He's moved on. He is incarcerated for dating a younger girl. So mm-hmm. that puts some. What well, I don't know. Guess what is that sagittary? But it was, you know, yeah. they were together, but the family found out. I don't know the whole full story because he, he didn't really tell me so much. I hear bits and bits and pieces. But he, he served his 10, 10, 10 years. He's supposed to get 15 years. Uh, so he got out. He did his 10 years. He got out. As soon as he got out, he ended up doing another four. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was in and out of prison. But my father, my, I'm going to say this. My father was off the chain. You know what I'm saying? He was yeah. off the chain. But. You know, God's grace and mercy and favor. Come on, Pastor Mark, help me out. God's grace and mercy and favor was on my father's life. He loved the Lord. He wanted to do good, but evil was always present, even even almost to his ending of his life. But we believe he made things right. He confessed, you know, and made things right with the Lord. But it was just amazing to me to see how much God loved him, even though he messed up so many times. It was like, man. Okay, is he going to get it this time? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then boom, right, Pastor Mark, he's down again. But then God raised him back up. Then, you know, it was kind of like up and down with so many years. But his prison experience, I think, had played a lot into that. But he didn't really have, um, from what he told me, you know, some people to relate to him. A lot of people that he was around, he didn't know how to relate to the his past with that prison life. So what do you um, suggest when people come out of prison? They need a strong ministry, right? Or what avenue should they take? far as ministry is concerned, how can they get in the lead in the direction of finding the Lord and um, keeping them out of, in and out of prison? You know what I mean? Re- recycle. Wow. How do we, how do we get rid of that? How do they want to say, I'm, you know, you get some guys that come out of there and say, I'm just done with my life. I'm done. But mm-hmm. due to the fact that my father had that, um, cause he, then he had to be registered as a sex offender. Right. So he uh-huh. couldn't get no job. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No good. Well, God get it. Matter of fact, did he babe? He did end up getting a good job, but then it don't. Somebody would find out about his background, then they had to let him go. You know what I mean? Wow. He when he went into the job, you know he he had to let them know that. But maybe the employee, it was always something like that. Employee find out, oh my god, you know. Even though 
you know, he wasn't, he was just dating a girl. He didn't really rape her. You know what I'm saying? But mm. that carried on with him. So that was a consequence. And his mother even told him, like, your mother, hey, because he went out of town and uh, the girl lived out of town somewhere like that or something. But his mother warned him. His mom, my grandmother, always warned my father, but he was so hard at it. He didn't listen. Mm. You know, and it was too late. And then, boom, he got caught up and had to do that 10, 15 years. My grandma mm. warned him again. Boom. Uh, when he got out, like, you better stop doing what you're doing. He went back and was selling drugs for the mafia and all this other kind of crazy stuff. You know what I mean? Putting his whole family, we just kicking it around and we didn't know what he was into. You know what I mean? And uh, mm. women after women. And, and I was his closest daughter. You know what I mean? Mm. So my father's lifestyle would spill over here. I mean, I was always interceding, always praying and, and so forth. But through, I say this, I'm going to cut it down. I say this, but God still loved him. And God still showed up, didn't he, babe? In his life, every single... I'll be, I'll be like, man, he got nine lives. You know what I mean? He ain't doing right. You know he ain't doing right. But God's grace and his mercy and his love still kept him all the way to the end. So what do you say to brothers? What do brothers need when they come out of penitence? What do they need from the, from the body of Christ? Oh, from the body of Christ, what we, what we need is like, we need to be real with us. You know what I'm saying? Amen. And we need to go. We need to be around because, see, you lose a lot when you lock down like that. Mm -hmm. And when you come out and everything is new, everything didn't change. But we need people that we can trust that would show us what we need and where we need to be. Because it's like a different ball game. You know what I mean? We, I mean, for being a Christian and stuff like that, everything is a physical thing. But we fighting the spiritual thing, you know. I'm just learning that. But we need, you need programs. You know, you need to rehabilitate them mentally, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and you just need to, I don't know, it's just, that's all we need, you know. But like with me, when I got out, I couldn't even, I got a job, and I tell them, you know what I mean, first degree murder, you know what I mean, robbery, murder, boom, they they not hiring me. And so I start falsifying my application and stuff. And when they find out, who there I am again, you know what I mean, with no job. So now I got to go back to doing what I know how to do. Right. You know what I mean, the and stuff like that. But see, I didn't have nobody really when I got out to embrace me like that. You know what I mean? Because I was in a different world. I was, I didn't trust and and um, things were just hard. But if I needed something, here, here come them devils again. You know what I mean? Trying to get me back started. I think about, no, I'm not trying to go that route. Something got to happen mm -hmm. for me. And so I had went to this one church. It was a Baptist church. I went there and then uh, they helped me out. And I ended up doing my little, got my little business going, line service and stuff like that. And things start changing and changing. And then what I done was I messed up. When I messed up, what I mean by messing up, I forgot about God gave it to me. It was all about me. And then that's when everything fell. He took that from me. You know what I mean? But you need we need people to help. When we come out like that, to help us, show us, because we don't know. We just stepping out. We need we need people to help be real with it. And you know, with the ministry and be just doing what you can do to change us, rehabilitate us. And that's how I'll go. Amen.
Well, thank you. I think that I, that was really good. That was really good. Thank you for sharing this. And something else fell in my spirit. Now, y'all might not want to hear this, man, but this is this is real. Mother Sandy, you there? Um, I believe, you know, the Lord said we submit, you know, uh, we submit to one another. But how important is it, Mother Sandy, and both of y'all, to go to both of y'all, um, to we listen to each other as, as married couples, as spouse? And I'm just going to say to men, it, you know, because some men have trouble listening to their wife. And I'm saying in the spiritual realm. Because we're the one interceding and praying. And the Bible says, he that finds a wife finds a good thing. You know what I mean? Finds favor. <laughs> but no, but honestly, no. But honestly, because we're always praying and interceding. And God gives us something. Sometimes you guys don't listen. You know what I mean? And sometimes, um, you know, it, it's for your good. I'm trying to say it in a way where it's not going to offend anybody. But I'm just telling the truth. I yeah. encourage men. And, you know, back to my father. Um, his wife, she was prayed. She stayed with him through all that. I don't know how she stayed through him through some stuff, and she yeah. prayed for him and interceded for him all the way until he went in to be with the Lord. But it, I want to say, I want to encourage. Here it is, the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage husbands and um, those that desire to be married that you're going to have to end up listening to your wife. You know, she knows she got you. I always tell my husband all the time. I had, even in the middle of our heated fellowship, sometimes heated fellowship, y'all read between the lines. I said, listen here, brother, you got a wife that's going to pray your soul out of hell. Okay. Okay. Keep your soul together in Jesus name. I mean, I mean, it's comical, but I'm being real. Like I got to remind this brother because he come from the streets too now. Okay. He come from a little background. I said, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Uh, this Holy Ghost field over here. I'll tell y'all something real funny one time. He was cutting up one time. Yeah, Pastor cut up one time. Let me tell you, bro. Let me tell you. This is gonna get y'all. This is gonna get you. This is real good. He go, he gonna know. He ain't never gonna forget this. He was one thing about Pastor Mark though. You, you know, mm-hmm. when I first met him, the prophet prophesied over his life that you know he was called into ministry. He was gonna be a pastor, and he's gonna be a better husband. You know, and his life. Both of us were married before we were, we were married young. Amen. We didn't listen to anything the Lord had to say. We, you know how did we just jump right in it and had to jump right back out and ask for repentance and all that. Anyway, God cleaned us up and we went about our way. So listen. <laughs> so listen. So he know he who he was in his last marriage. God was going to make sure he wasn't going to be that in this marriage. He's going to be the man of God that God called him to be. Amen. And the woman of God prophesied over his life, his life and make him be a better husband. With that being said. When we do have heated fellowship sometimes, um, yeah. you know, he'll he'll come back down and tell you, you know, I'm sorry. He don't like to go to bed upset or anything. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just like, babe, I'm just trying to tell you what the Lord showed me. You know, sometimes that gets a little rough. You know, we go, let's just keep it real, y'all. That gets a little rough listening to one another, what, 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 you know, having each other's back. But the one time we had that heated fellowship and I had, I said, you know what, I have to leave. You know, I'm going to leave. I'm going to walk out, let it, you know, cool off a little bit. And I'm saying this as women of God, sometimes y'all miss it. You know, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to hope. I, you get me, babe? Sometimes y'all miss it. In Jesus' name, we're trying to help you and build you up. Because that's what we're there for, you know, to help build you up, have your back. Sometimes y'all miss it. So he missed it that day, y'all. So I said I had to go out, take me a little walk. By the time I come back walking in, he opened the door for me. And don't y'all know lightning and thunder cracked as I walked in. I said, that's God let you know. Don't play around. <laughs> I mean, it was like, boom, boom. <laughs> and hey, he laughed too. Uh, he laughed. I said, this is a prayer. You know, I'm not saying it be boostful, 
But that was God letting him know, like, look, she really got your back. She's really praying for you. And you know what he said? He said, I'm sorry, babe. I mean, he said, you know, God, forgive me, man. I just, you know, the enemy, you know, because him and I are in ministry together. So the warfare ain't no joke. You understand what I'm saying? Right. You get me? I'm just keeping it real. The warfare is, whoo, it was thick for 10 years. Amen. I There were some times I know how we was going to make it, but God, you know what I mean? So he, we, we had to grow in our marriage. We had to grow not in a marriage and grow in the ministry. And uh, ain't nobody but God's grace and his mercy. Pastor has to say something. But that lightning hit, y'all. That I didn't know it was coming. But boy, when that thing hit, it shook the door and everything. I said, yeah, this is anointed. This is a real woman of God right here. This is a real wife. Don't play around with God. He let you know. Get it together, bro. What I say, Mother Sandy, tighten it up. <laughs> Pastor Mark wanted to say something. Amen. Amen. Praise amen. God. Amen. Hey, amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, you know, I want to say a couple things real quick. I want to say, you know, see, God honors marriage. Satan don't honor marriage. You know what I'm saying? And the things that Brother Leon's talking about, um, you know, when we're out here in Satan's playground, man, we're easily caught up, no matter if that's, you know, his situation, situations I went through in my past or whatever a brother's going through or whatever. But one thing I will say is when I came to Christ, my mindset was if I kept it real in the streets for Satan, I'm going to keep it real in the kingdom of God. Amen. My style's not like the traditional church style or anything like that. And that's all right, because here's the thing. God's word is God's word. It don't matter how, I, how, how a person brings it. Just bring it the way it reads, right? So when we're out here, we got to understand the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy and that's in any means necessary. He don't care because he's trying to win souls for his kingdom, just like we're trying to win souls for God's kingdom. Amen. Because at the end of the day, he'll be in hell. We'll be in heaven. Amen. Hopefully. And we're just striving to be better people day in and day out, like my wife said. So whether it's heated fellowships or whatever it may be, we're still human. We'll still fall short of the glory of God. But I tell people it's how we rebound in life is what truly matters. Amen. Because we got a, a God that ha gives us grace and mercy. Amen. The son went to the cross to die for, for a sinner like me. Um, amen. So we can be forgiven um, and we can inherit the kingdom of God. And that's what this is truly about. It's truly about brothers like Leon that steps up, amen, and gives a testimony. And it's hard sometimes to give a testimony because you're hearing about yourself out loud when you're talking. It's like I used to tell people when I go to the when I was at my lowest point, I would look in the mirror and the person looking back. I couldn't stand that person. That's an awful feeling to see yourself. and You can't stand yourself. You don't love yourself. You hate yourself. You hate what you become. Amen. And that's what the enemy wants to try to do to the men is cut us off. Amen. Because we are truly meant to be the head. So when Brother Leon steps up to the plate and speaks. It's a powerful thing when you hear that, Brother Leon, because that's your testimony, and that thing is powerful, but it also shows the glory of God at the end of your story. Amen. Yeah. So I encourage you to write the book, get the book out, whatever you can do, amen, because all of our times is short here on earth, amen. We're not here for a long period of time, no matter how that may be. Um, and we heard the young man that my wife was sharing that got, you know, his life taken from him the other night. Amen. And that is what the enemy is here to do. Nothing good 
comes from being out of the will of God. Amen. I, I'm a living testimony myself, like Brother Leon and a lot of other brothers is going to come on this podcast and share things. We got to understand. We got to stand up. We got to be real men of God. We got to lead our house. We got to lead the people. Amen. And, and, and you're right. The church isn't what the church used to be, because if it was, then we would see people constantly being saved, constantly being filled with the ghost. Amen. We will be able to go out here and make change in a world that's filled with evil. But the change in the world ain't coming. The evil's overcoming the world at this point in time. Mm -hmm. But key word, the world, amen. It's a spiritual warfare. When we wake up in God, amen, it's no longer a worldly thing, amen. I might battle against my flesh, but I got to die to my flesh, amen. So when we're out here every day in this world, we got to understand it's a spiritual thing going on going on around us, amen. And things can attach themselves to us, men. You know, it's easy to get caught up, amen. Uh, pornography, whatever it may be, the enemy is going to try to always come in on us as men of God, amen, in any way he can. But we got to be bold. We got to stand on that word of God. We got to trust it. We got to believe it. We got to live it. We got to breathe it. We got to eat it. We got to seek it, amen. We got to do all these things that men to build ourselves up. It's like a guy going to the gym to look good and buff. Well, I got to wake up and we got to wake up and go to our gym. And that's the word of God to build us up, to buff us up because the enemy's firing darts constantly. Amen. And, and, and I feel like Keanu Reeves in the matrix sometimes I'm just bending backwards and then things are just going past me. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And all I'm going to tell you, oh I can't God. dance. But I'm going to be moving and I'm going to be moving and miss them darts, though. You know, and sometimes we get hit by them. Amen. Yeah. But remember, man, consistent prayer. Amen. Consistent prayer. Talk to the father. Amen. I tell people all the time, man, the people probably think I'm crazy in my car. Ain't nobody in there but my mouth's moving. Well, Jesus is in there with me. Jesus is everywhere I go. Amen. So I'm talking. I'm talking to him like I, I would talk to a homeboy or I would talk to a good friend of mine at the end of the day because that's what's real. And we need real men of God. And I don't care how you are as a man of God. I rock my ball caps. I rock my jewelry. I rock whatever I do. But at the end of the day, I do it for God. I do it for the kingdom. Because how how God has me built to reach people is different than how God has the next man reached to build people. Amen. And, and, and real quick, I've been in churches and houses of God where I didn't get the love. I didn't get the respect because I didn't look like they looked. But right. at the end of the day, there is a few brothers out there that shows me the love in the church as men of God and gives me the love because they get it. Amen. I will say this, many parts of the body, but we're all different. Amen. So That's men, right. be who you are in God and don't let people persuade that. We got to learn to stand firm, be true to ourselves, be true to God. And God's going to open up all the doorways. He's going to cover everything that we need covered. Amen. And he's going, to, Holy Spirit will always lead and guide us to say what we need to say, be who we need to be. Amen. In Jesus name. So I'm going to go ahead and back on up off of here now. I know y'all thought I was probably going to get my, my payback shot at Autumn, but we all good. <laughs> I didn't get on here to do that. Amen. I'm going to show you all that I'm bigger than that tonight. Amen. <laughs> it's like, I'm just teasing y'all. But at the end of the day, man, Brother Leon, seriously, Brother Leon, I love you, brother. I never met you, but I want you to know I love you. Amen. I, I'm grateful to hear your testimony. I appreciate you, brother. 
keep pushing, keep striving, keep growing in God, man. And at the end of the day, the reward that we all will get is much bigger than the present time that we're living in. Amen. God bless. Amen. Thank you too. Wow. Amen. Wow. Mother Sandy, I know you're burning over there, so I'm going to go ahead and let you move. <laughs> y'all can also go follow Mother Sandy. Most of y'all know her. She comes on the podcast. She's good. Like, for, for those who just came in, she's a good friend of mine. We are listening to her husband tonight give his testimony. It is, if you've been blessed by this, go ahead and give us some hearts. Go ahead and share. I'm going to let some of y'all loose on here, too, because I see some of y'all that want to uh, comment and share. Um, Mark's brother, Pastor Mark's brother, is on the line, too. Those of you missed his testimony last weekend. He just gave his life to the Lord. He did share his testimony. Y'all can go back and listen to that. He might call in. I don't know. But Mother Sandy, you have go ahead and I'm going to give you some time, give y'all some time. Amen. Glory to God. I enjoyed the podcast tonight. And, uh, you you know, this is uh, uh, so good. It's so good because it can reach so many people. And I was just telling my husband today, I said, you know, a lot of people use talking about marriages. And I said that men, you know, you just can't go out there and get anybody. You got to have a woman that's grace. For your life, she 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 got to be full of grace Shata. to be able to deal with all the stuff you gonna bring to her. <laughs> and 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 if you ain't got the grace to deal with it, don't even get in it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. And um, you know, I I just thank the Lord and and uh, you know He did a beautiful thing, and it's like He brought us full circle. Like my husband was saying, you know, when we were like. Uh, 1415 and that's where we were first girlfriend and boyfriend and then he went his way I went my way we got married had kids what have you but uh, you know God brought it full circle because he had a plan and a purpose everything that God does is a plan and a purpose and a destiny involved in it and so never think that you've done too much or went too far dug too deep to come out because God can bring you out you know and I went through a lot of stuff in my life, but everything that I went through, you know, it only made me stronger. And I thank the Lord for that. You know, I thank him for that. Amen. And, uh, and like, you know, he's saying we need the men to step up. The women have been the backbone. Mm-hmm. And, and if they didn't keep doing what they've been doing, it'd be no church at all. Right. And so we thank the Lord for that, but we thank the Lord for the men that are coming in. We need you men. We want you men to come in and support. Amen. Support your wives. You know, don't, don't, um, like, I mean, if we're, we're together in this. We're a team. Like my husband said, we're a team, you know, and so we, we, we just have to work together. We have to submit one to the other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I shared with my husband, I said, well, God took Eve out of the rib. You know, he took her from the side of man. So I walk alongside of you. I'm not going to walk on top of your head. I'm not going to walk on your feet, but I'm going to walk alongside of you. And the thing that I love about my husband is because he supports my ministry that I have 100. He knows the gift. He knows the way that God uses me. And he's not intimidated by that. Mm -hmm. He loves it. And so if you have, it, it doesn't mean that, um, you know, don't be, don't be intimidated by your wife's gift that you think you got to control her, me, Tarzan, you, Jane kind of stuff. No, you, you got to love your wife and love it that God gave you a woman that's strong and gifted. 
Amen. Glory to God. And so that's the edify the church because God wants, you know, the fivefold ministry to work in the body of church and and then we are the church. Mm-hmm. So we got to work. Amen. You know, we got to do the work of God. It's not the building that you're in. It's, it's the temple that you're in. That's where God wants to dwell in you. Amen. And so uh, God is good and I love him. And and I thank you, you know, for, um, uh, and like Autumn said, we haven't met in person, but we close like sisters. Amen. 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 And uh, uh, we talk. pray and and always checking on each other to see if we're good, you know. And and you got to have that kind of relationship. You got to have that bond. And God will give you a friend. If you got one friend, 10 fingers and one friend, that's okay. You got one good friend. That's good enough. Amen. Glory to God. And so we thank you uh, for inviting us on tonight. And, you know, God is just good. I mean, I just want people to know how good he is. And, and he's so loving kindness. He's so merciful because a lot of people tell him, well, God taking his time. He ain't come back yet. No, because he's giving you time to Amen. get yourself. Together. You better tell it. That's the mercy. Amen. That's the mercy that you're getting is he's not coming back as quick as he ought to or as quick as he could because he he don't want anybody to perish. Mm-hmm. He don't want anyone to be lost. And another thing that, you know, when my husband was testifying, it reminded me of, of, of Saul of Taurus when he was on the road to Damascus and yes. he was on his way to burn up the Christians and killing them. And, you know, he stood there and watched Stephen when he was being stoned mm-hmm. and said, forgive him, Lord, because he don't know what he's doing. Amen. You know, uh, God got a hold of Saul, and God got a hold of Leon. God got a hold of Mark, and God will get a hold of you, young man, mm-hmm. and all old men too. Amen. Mm-hmm. And and you can change your life. And so Ananias said, "Well, well, I don't want to do. I, 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 Lord, you know he didn't did all this evil, but you know what? God said, but I chose him. Mm-hmm. I chose him for my vessel. Mm-hmm. He's my chosen vessel. And so it don't matter if you got a degree or don't have a degree." degree if God put his uh, uh, hand on your life and he choose you then can't nobody say nothing about it amen nobody say nothing about it amen glory to God and so we don't know who God wants to choose but if he choose somebody we ought to be humble enough to accept that God has put his mark on that man or that woman and let them be used by God amen, amen. glory to God and so we thank Thank the Lord for everything, and and uh, to God be the glory, and thank you again for inviting us on. Amen. We love you. And I'm going to let um, my brother-in-law call in. As soon as he gets in, I'll see. Uh, I'll accept the call. But while he's calling in, uh, there he is. I wanted to say this again. The Lord gave me the theme for this segment as well. I've been saying it in this season. War room. Not like the movie, The War Room or whatever, mm-hmm. but the war room is the battlefield. When you walk in, the, what the Lord showed me, I seen a door in a room and the Lord said spoke to me war room and when I opened that door that's what the Lord is saying to me and I'm saying this and generally speaking it when I open that door I better not be the only woman in there it better not be mm-hmm. filled with women that's what God is saying the women are in the war room we got this thing backwards we got men in high heels okay something's wrong that's for another time we're gonna crack that open in one of these segments but we got men in high heels we got men in tutus and all mm-hmm. everything is backwards you understand what I'm saying Wait a minute. This is not God's order. We'll get we'll tap into that. We got men answering more booty calls than they are answering the call on their life. Amen. 
come on now. So this is, we got to get on out of here. They got, they got so much. You see the enemy on social media, so much lush and booty clapping and flip slapping. How can they stay, get your eyes off that? So that's where men are really going to have to discipline themselves and pull themselves away from that and get get submitted unto the Holy Ghost. That's why uh, my brother, um, my brother-in-law, he was talking about the Holy Spirit. And at this time, go ahead, Troy, you can have the floor. Good morning. Can you hear me? A little bit. You're far away. Last time you was far away, too. How about now? You're still low. How about now? You're still low. You're going to have to grab your wife phone. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me try to uh, hear about real quick. Yeah, do that. But, um, yeah, he was talking last week about the Holy Spirit, how it's so important. And me and him on the same wave. I, I preached, they used, they used to call me Miss Holy Ghost in one church I was in one time. I preached about that because it's so important to be filled with the Holy Spirit as men on fire for God because that's going to help you stay out of places you ain't got no business being and things you got doing. I mean, he talked about lust last weekend. He talked about how God delivered him from masturbation and different other things. And this is where a lot of the men are at. They're, I can see it in the spirit realm and I see it when I'm talking to him and, um, we hear that throughout our ministry here, Pastor Mark, right? That lust has got a lot of men trapped and you got to be delivered, set free from that. Yes. Amen. Right. All right, Brother Troy. Can you hear me? You're still low, bro. You're low. I don't get it. I do not get it. Yeah. Where's your wife at? Grab her phone. <laughs> Babe, you got your earbuds? Now, when you talk, <laughs> hey, when you talk loud, we can hear you, though. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Now? Yeah, we can hear you a little better, but you're still low. Amen. I don't know. I can't figure it out. <laughs> he said I can't figure it out. Go ahead, Autumn. Okay, grab your wife's phone. Cause we don't want we don't want to miss what you got to say. While we wait on him, uh, is there anybody else who got anything to say before we go on tonight? Want to stay too long? We only got a couple more minutes here on the podcast. Anybody else have anything they want to share? Any questions? For Brother Leon, before we go, Pastor Mark said, must be an Android. <laughs> she said, I hear him. I, yeah, we, we hear him, but he's low. Okay, brother, you want to share with us tonight, Brother Rock? How y'all doing? Amen. I was sitting here looking for my schedule. I was listening to everything that you all were saying, and I praise God for, uh, for everybody in the room that's attentive to what God is doing in this hour. Um, it's amazing that uh, the brother who was having complications with his phone about the Holy Spirit. Um, that's something that I've been on even this morning. Um, I think that one of the issues in the church is us not having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. We speak much of God. We speak much of Jesus, but we don't speak much of the Holy Spirit who was sent to lead and guide us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, he desires to have a relationship with us. And without him, like there's no way that we can walk this walk. We don't walk this walk according to a great desire or our own strength. 
if the Holy Spirit isn't encouraging us, isn't giving us the power to walk according to his fruit, then Amen. there's no other way to, to walk this walk. Not, don't, not only that, you know, even in getting into the word, he's the one that gives us the interpretation that we need yep. when we're studying the word of God. And I think that that needs to be taught um, uh, in many places. I, I've been to different churches. And God pulled me away from from the churches like he just pulled me from out of them because the things that are being taught now is not based on kingdom living. It's not, you know, situating people inside of what it means to live according to the kingdom of God. It's based on, you know, come and get your this from God and that from God as though God is just some genie. and the message isn't going forth for us to see our dependence or our need for God. But um, I was reading this morning about the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit. And um, I think I was in Ephesians. I believe I was in Ephesians. But it talks about the fruit of the Spirit, love, kindness, meekness, joy, mm -hmm. things like that. And then at the end of it, it says, against such things, there is no law. And I stopped right there. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. There's no law against living according to. So we can't be judged living according to the fruit of the spirit. And then God took that thing to me in the natural realm. And he's like, you can't get locked up for being kind to somebody. Mm. There's no punishment for loving people. Like you can't go stand before a judge and get sentenced for loving somebody. And it's like, it's the same thing in the natural realm. If you live according, as believers, if you live according to the fruit of the spirit, there is no judgment from God. And it makes plenty of sense. So I'm, I'm sitting and I'm like, man, I need to really hone in on my relationship with the Holy Spirit yeah. because Jesus sent him to lead and guide us into, into all truth. So it's, it's one of those things where I encourage people to, you know, allow the Holy Spirit to establish that relationship because he's the one that's leading and guiding us. And when the word tells us don't grieve the Holy Spirit, that pretty much saying it, it tells us, you know, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. And that's pretty much not doing what he tells us to do. Right. Like the Holy Spirit will get quiet. We ignore him long enough. It's like, okay, cool. Go ahead and do what you do. Mm -hmm. And you will find out that all this time I've been trying to tell you not to do something. It, there was a reason behind it. And sometimes we want full explanations. We want God to give us oh, yeah. full explanations on stuff. And just to, just today, I was leaving out of the house. I was going to go put some money in the bank. It was like $500. I was going to the ATM to deposit the money. The Holy Spirit spoke it clear as day. Don't leave the house with that money. Okay. That's all I said. Okay. I don't need no great explanation. I don't need, you said don't do it. I'm not doing it. And that's where we need to be at in our obedience to the word of God, not questioning God, not trying to figure it out, not trying to have, because it says the peace of God which surpasses all understanding with God, our hearts and minds yeah. and Christ Jesus. We don't, yeah. we don't have to be trying to figure out. Just OB, obedience is better than sacrifice. At some point, God will, will expose why he say don't do certain things. 
But right then, while we have the opportunity, the key thing is to be obedient. Amen. And I just pray that that God will uh, teach us how to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit, because we we will notice that there's things we're not doing in our own strength. For instance, I used to struggle with porn bad. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about bad. I used to come home every single day from work, watch pornography, go to sleep. Wow. Every I say, God, I can't do this no more. I had a mental breakdown. Like, Lord, I can't do this no more because there's no satisfaction in this. And not only that, I know I'm going to stand before you on the day of judgment. I have no excuse for my my sin. I'm deliberately doing this, and I know what the Word of God says. So I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, I need the strength to not walk in this. God gave me the strength to not watch it anymore. Wow. It wasn't no 12-step program. It wasn't no special prayer I had to pray. I simply asked God to take it away. And the desire was gone. Mm. Now, I live by myself. Wow. I live by myself. I got one, two, three, four, about five computers and a cell phone in this apartment. There's nothing stopping me from being sneaky to go and watch whatever I want to watch. Yeah. But when God took that thing away, it was gone. It was no more struggling with it. It was no more suffering with it. It was God took it. It was it was gone. And that helped me to know that anything that we know to be sin, anything the word of God points out to be sin, it is God that helps us overcome that. We can't overcome it in our, our own strength. I don't care what we try to do. Mm-hmm. If God doesn't remove that thing, then it's not going to be done. Right. Amen. And so from from that journey on, God started to establish me into the word of God. The word says, blessed are those who thirst and hunger after righteousness. Yes. We have to draw near to God. When we draw near to God and God see that oh, we are yeah. serious Amen. about getting to know him, Amen. then he reveal more about himself to us. Yes, Lord. He reveals more and more and more. And then the desire, that thirst, he creates that hunger. He creates that thirst to where now we wake up. We don't jump on, jump on our phone. Where's my Bible? Where's my pillow so I can go into prayer right yeah, now? God. Yeah, Lord. Because this is what God is building in us. And then we start to hear his voice even the more, even the more, even the more. And then the word says that the Holy Spirit takes us into the deep things of God. And we begin to like, man, you know what? I never looked at it like that. Yeah, because you didn't allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. Right. You thought this walk was based on your own intellect. <laughs> it don't work that way. Mm-hmm. It's the Holy Spirit is the only one that knows the heart of God. He's hey, the only man. one that knows the mind of God. Come on. You're not going to get no, the information that we need from him apart from the Holy Spirit. And so I just encourage us, man, like um, as much as we can yield, yield to the word of God, yield to prayer, yield to the Holy Spirit so that we may grow and be effective in the kingdom. Like, because we, we have a heart for souls. I'm pretty sure everybody in here have a heart for souls, you know, and for us to be really equipped to do what God has called us to do is so important because we have to be effective in these end times. When God sent us to do ministry and to reach the lost, like the word says that he who wins a soul is wise. We need that wisdom of God. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, a lot of times it takes prayer and fasting. Amen. 
it takes that to where you know what i'm just not i'm i'm i know i gotta go minister tomorrow i'm not gonna eat nothing today because i don't want this flesh to get in the way of anything amen i want to be so full of the spirit that oh, where yeah. i know okay i go out here the flesh is weakened so i'm not even controlled by the flesh by by any means i know that the spirit is leading me and so um, I bless God for what you all have done, the ministry that he has called you all to, to, to encourage others in the walk and just continue to do what you all have been doing. But that's just, that's, that's what I've been dealing with, you know, with, as far as the, it's much more stuff, but I heard the brother speak on the Holy Spirit and, and I, I just know that's confirmation because that's definitely what God has been dealing with when it comes to me to establish that relationship we we try to make best friends on earth we try to be besties to people and you know that's my best friend and we call this person and share all our information with other people man listen when you get connected and the holy spirit become your best friend oh my goodness the stuff that he will reveal is just mind-blowing seriously but we have to we have to submit ourselves to god Resist Satan and he will flee. Amen. And we will begin to see God reveal some things through the Holy Spirit. So Amen. Yeah, I encourage you all just like you all encourage me. Amen. So, yeah. Thank you for amen. sharing that. Yes, amen, amen. Amen. I think he's dead on, right? It's the Holy Spirit, like we've been talking about. It started from the first kickoff till now. We keep constantly hearing the Holy Spirit, like uh my brother was saying, and that's what it's all about. He leads and guides us, he'll teach us. Uh, he'll give us revelation of that word um, when we're sitting there reading it deep into it. Amen. And when he gives us that revelation um, and then it's our, our job at that point to go out and deliver it. Amen. So we just want to uh, thank him for that. That quick word um, is uh, Troy. Did you ever figure out your uh, microphone yet? Uh, can you hear me now? We can hear you a little bit. We just, we'll just work with it. You there? Is he there? You there, Troy? Is this his, is it his headphones or just the the mic and the phone itself? Uh, I got earbuds in now. Can you hear me any better? That's probably well. Try try unplugging it and speaking directly into the phone, or replug it back in and try to speak again. Yeah. Sometimes these phones are crazy. see you tomorrow help you get that together <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah amen you kind of low but we'll get it we'll get it thank you so he said you um you go by key robbie what's your first name again yeah i go i go by key my first name is key anthony but people butcher it so i just tell me the anthony i tell me the anthony or key so okay 
just to just to prevent them. One more thing, the sister was saying something about marriage. Mm -hmm. Let me tell y'all something, man. And this is I, I this is encouragement for all single brothers or even um single single women. This for all the married single I know the married people can can definitely relate to this. God bless Let you, me Bishop. tell you something. Uh, according to the anointing that is on your life, where God is taking you, it is so wise to wait for God to prepare you in whatever wilderness state you need to go through before connecting with somebody on that level, because it needs to be somebody that is complimenting you in your walk. And the thing that God has told me, you know, showed me lately, he's like, the reason you're single is because I'm still preparing you, you know, for what I've called you to do. And it just can't be anybody that is in your life because what's going to happen is you're going to end up getting a Job's wife. You're going to end up getting a Lot's wife. And you're going to get somebody that's not going to compliment you in ministry and who's going to slow you down. So I admonish, you know what I'm saying, to the married people on here, man, who, you know, who are meshing well together in your marriage and you are complimenting each other in the ministry that God has called you to. I encourage you all. I'm going to be praying for you all because I know how important it is. And as 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 men of God, we got to be patient. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we think that, oh, you know, I'm not going to be uh, settled in my walk or happy in my walk unless I meet somebody. It's like, yo, you know, submit your ways to God and find that peace in God until the time comes. Like God knows our desires. He knows the desires of our heart. He knows that it's not good for man to be alone. Like he knows all of that. But that is one aspect if we are if we have ministry focused that's one aspect that does not need to be rushed because we can get with somebody that can just wreak havoc in our lives when it comes to marriage and throw us off course so i i, I bless god for you all sharing your testimony the little bit that i heard about you know the couples and you know you all having your little back and forth but still being able to come together in love because both of y'all know the word yeah you know what i'm saying so that's that's very important and so i've been single for a minute and i'm not rushing it because i know lord i need somebody who's going to really be sold out i don't want no 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 sunday church goer i need somebody who who gonna be praying and intercessing and 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 somebody who's gonna be listening to the voice of God concerning what He's called us to do? So I'm just gonna be patient and wait for that. So I thank you all for your encouragement to let me know it's it's important to wait and not just jump oh, yeah. into something because for whatever reason. So yeah. Amen. Well, thank you, brother. Thank you for all that shared tonight. Thank you. Thank you again. Uh, we had Bishop uh, Kenneth on the line from last weekend. He was the first person to kick it off. I think he might have got off. I asked him that he wanted to share anything. He just said, God bless. It was a good service. Thank you for all those that uh, came in. She said, please, I personally want to talk to you. Uh, brother, I don't know. I don't know who that is. That's Jennifer. So I don't know who that is. They said they want to personally talk to you, but I don't know. Um, anyway, so we thank you all for coming in. Brother Sandy, Brother Leon, thank you so much. Uh, Pastor, before we go, I, I ask you to pray for um, Mother Sandy 
and uh, Brother Leon and um, Sister Destiny and her husband. Um, anybody else that wants prayer, just put that in the chat. Um, if he was blessed tonight, I ask that you please share it on your timeline and tell them don't miss uh, the Midnight Hour uh, segment. I don't have them. It's not a set, set schedule. I set it up according to the speaker schedule. If you're um, interested in um, sharing, being a guest, uh, and, and Miriam, Sister Me, catch the people in the chat, babe, that want prayer, so you know. Um, if you want to be a guest, y'all can inbox us, and we can set it up according to your schedule. Um, that's how this happens. So um, for men to come on, encourage one another. And us women just to back us up. It's a good night tonight. I appreciate you guys. We only got a couple minutes left here on the podcast before they cut us off. Does anybody else got, I'm going to make sure everybody uh, got something. Anybody else got anything else to say? Also, um, Brother Rob, you're near my brother-in-law, Troy. So maybe y'all might be able to link up sometime. Um, y'all are about in the same area. When you get off, maybe y'all can inbox each other, find each other on Facebook if y'all feel led to hook up. Y'all are right down the same area. Just don't put your area in the chat since we got people on here that want to know, <laughs> want to conversate, but y'all can get together and privately. Amen. So we thank God. Sister Jamie is in the chat. Uh, that's our ride or die. She's been with us, our outreach for a while now. We, we appreciate everybody. Anybody else? Sister Destiny, uh, Miriam, um, Anybody else? Anybody else? Okay, so we're going to wrap it up. Thank you, Brother Leon. We love you. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Mother Sandy, all minds clear? Anything else? You, Man, God bless. Amen. Hey, what, what, can I, I got one more question. Where y'all from? Because I've been looking for some some brothers and sisters to, to fellowship with. I'm out here in the wilderness. I'm in West Virginia. Yeah, but... I know where you're at. I, got, I know. I do my research. <laughs> That's why I said. That's why I said I know where you're at because you're close to my brother-in-law. Um, so when I get off here, I'll inbox you. We're in Maryland, so I'll inbox you and let you know our, our location and everything and hook up with you because I, I had asked you if you wanted to be a part of the um, basketball tournament that we have uh, coming up uh, this summer. That's where we go out into the community and we uh, reach the youth. So um, and right now they're going through a hard time. The young man actually brother that got killed he's our captain and he's been with us since the day one on the bass our basketball tournament so they they definitely need to hear some encouragement and, and each year each year during halftime that's when we come in and minister um the basketball is just the bait god gave us sports to use as the bait and uh, during halftime and during breaks um we minister to them we have a guest speaker then we follow up with baptism and so forth um and each year um they, when we have our breaks, they come and listen, don't they, Pastor? They give their life to the Lord, and it's just been yep, really amen. good. So I'll turn it over to Pastor this time. God bless. Uh, Brother Keith, we'll get with you and give you our information and how to get in touch with us. Amen. 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 Yep. We'll, we'll reach out, Brother Key. Amen. I appreciate like my wife. it. Thank you. Yep. Yep. We got you, brother. We're uh, Sounds like we're around each other, so we'll try to link up and make things happen. Um, amen. So, hey, man, what a blessed time tonight in the Lord. We got to hear another great testimony from Brother Leon. Appreciate Brother Key getting on here and hitting on the Holy Spirit. Uh, we got to have the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's the only way we're going to make it. Um, the only way we're going to strive. 
Um, and we got things coming over here on this end. Amen. Uh, my brother's coming up tomorrow, get some equipment hooked up. Amen. Uh, we're going to start taking the ministry live from uh, YouTube live. Um, so we'll be on there visually now. Um, we've been doing, I've been doing the podcast because Facebook's been a little hard. Uh, you got to watch what you say on there. They'll, they'll ban you for 30 days. So uh, we getting equipment hooked up tomorrow to go visually live on uh, YouTube. So check out for that. But outside of that, man, let me just close out tonight. It's been a long night. We thank the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Jesus Christ. Amen. For being being the head of our life. Amen. So we just want to pray for everybody out there that's tuned in tonight. We ask you to cover them in the blood. Lead and guide them always. Fill them up. Holy Spirit, have your way. Um, we're just thankful. We just want to reach all men all around the world. Amen. Um, like uh, Brother Key said, uh, a man that can save a soul is a wise man. It takes one. The Lord went after the one and left the 99. Amen. So don't be afraid to go out here and minister the gospel. We just thank you, Father. We come to you, dear Lord, tonight. I ask you to cover everybody in the blood. Lead and guide them. Put your angels around their home, their car, everywhere they go. Minister to them in their sleep. Minister to them while they're awake. Give them, give them uh, the guidance that they need. Amen. Lead and guide us always. Uh, not our will, but your will be done. In Jesus' mighty name tonight, I pray. Amen. God bless you all. We love you all. Stay encouraged. Be encouraged. Amen. Your children of God. Amen. He got you covered. He'll give Holy Spirit will give you understanding. And, and don't be afraid. Amen. To always share that testimony. That's a powerful thing. Amen. And good night. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you so much for tuning in to Prophet to the Nation Automotive Podcast. We will see you on this Sunday, right? At 10 o'clock on Crosstalk Outreach Ministries. Please comment in the comp, babe. Comment one more time. If you're not following Crosstalk, this is where we do our Sunday service. You can follow us now. It's a good time to check us. We do it here on podcast at 10 o'clock or 10 o'clock services. Like he was saying, Facebook, you say amen, we're blocked. <laughs> so uh, we decided to move over here till now till we get the studio up tomorrow. So we want to say Thank you to my sister-in-law, Stephanie, and my brother-in-law, uh, Troy, for being a blessing with us. That's going to be coming up and helping us with the studio. God is good, isn't he, y'all? Isn't he? If y'all were blessed on tonight, let's give God some praise. And let's give God the glory and the honor. Come on, y'all. Hallelujah. He is worthy. And we just thank him for what he's doing. We thank you for Brother Leon. I'm so excited. And we're going to continue to keep interceding for him in Jesus' mighty name. We're going to believe that 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 the wives on here, the husbands could be on here, that they're going to come back and listen to this testimony and be blessed. And I want to leave y'all with he saw the best in me from Marvin Sapp. And y'all can go ahead and disconnect if y'all want to listen to the song before we go. Y'all can do that either way. But God bless y'all. Love each and every one of you. You guys, y'all be a blessed. Be blessed. I wish I had a witness tonight. He said he saw the best in me. Yeah. I guess I'm the one that is testimony. But everyone else around me, you know, see the worst in me. Can I tell y'all one more time, one more time? I said he saw the best in me. When everyone else around could only see the worst in me. I wish I had a witness tonight. All I need is one. Hey, he saw the best in me. 
When everyone else around me, does anybody have that testimony? When Trump brought you all, said you would never make it, what did he see? When everyone else around me, can I tell y'all one more thing? I just need to tell you one more thing. See, he's mine, and I am his. It doesn't matter what I feel. He only sees me for who I am. Does anybody know that tonight? Oh, see, he is mine, and I am him. Said it doesn't matter what I feel. See, he only sees me for who I am. Help me sing it. Yeah, yeah. Shout that he is mine. He is mine. He is mine. He is mine. He only sees me for who I am. He only sees me for who I am. you guys god saw the best thing he only seen the best the best all right god bless the replay will be up please make sure you share like and leave a comment go tell somebody you heard a good testimony tonight god is moving late in the midnight hour god's gonna turn around in jesus mighty name god bless you thank you for tuning in to prophets of the nation autumn miller podcast